0: I work the number for him.com and now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I work for him podcast. Thanks for tuning in to iWork for him this afternoon as we're taking
1: a little road trip to Lubbock, Texas today, Martha, to talk with the employees of Bow Homes. You guys have heard many times in the past about Bow Homes and about their Kingdom Leadership Workshop and about their KingdomAtWork.com, but we grabbed where this show is going to be. We're going to hear from eight or nine employees who live and work in the weeds of the company. They're everyday employees. They're not the people that are running the place. Now you're going to hear from the people who are impacted by those who are running the place. How fun will that be, Martha?
2: It'll be great fun. I, you said they live here though. I they do go home at night. They, well, I just I want know. to clarify we'll find, we'll that. I up. hope they feel like we'll they go home out. at night. <laughs> hey, but you know, as Martha and I got to
1: experience earlier this year, the kingdom leadership workshop, you know, Romans 12 2 kept coming up because that really describes everything mm. about what it means to be a kingdom focused business or organization. Romans 12.2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Okay, here's who we've got in the studio. We've got Lucy and TJ Worley. These guys are married. They work together in the same place every day. They don't work alongside each other, but they work together. We've got Ben Nickerson. Now, when we were here earlier this year at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, Ben and TJ were in the prayer team. And and guys, just really quick, TJ, just tell me, what what is that prayer team all about? What were you doing during the Kingdom
3: Leadership Workshop? Well, even before uh, the week that it started, I mean, we are in prayer, um, just covering the names of everybody who's going to be coming to this business. In fact, uh, we divided it up among the whole entire team, all the the people who are going to be coming to this event, and we took it to the Lord, took their names to the Lord. And we actually wrote these letters about them. So all we had was the names to go on. That was it. So for a lot of us, it was stretching, um, in that, but we, uh, we just felt encouragement from the Lord, what to speak. Some of them specific, some of them broad, but, um, from what we kept getting feedback from was they were spot on mm-hmm. most of the time. So that's oh, what we're doing.
1: Freakishly. So by the
3: way, freakishly. So is the stories that we keep hearing now and then, and I think round two was even better. I think we were a little bit more, um, felt more qualified for it this time around. So even hearing greater stories. Uh, on this end of it, but um, then the whole entire week, we are up in the prayer room just interceding on behalf of everything that's going on in there, just wanting to get into tune with uh, the Father's heart for what He wants to do through Kingdom at Work, and just praying that, speaking those truths, Um, a lot of times it changes throughout the day, um, changes throughout each day, um, just getting specific on what He wants to pray for, and this year was incredible with that. We saw the Lord move in some demonstrative ways, and just His little God wings throughout uh, the conference, speaking to those.
1: Lucy, it's got to be fun hearing your husband talk like that, but it wasn't always that way, was it? <laughs> ta- 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 you said you wanted to make sure that you got a chance to share your story, how working here at Beat & Bow Homes has impacted your life.
4: Yeah. Um. So TJ has actually worked with Beat & Bow for a little over two years now, Um. and We had moved, it was right after we'd moved back to Lubbock, Texas. Um, He and I had gone off to uh, attend a mission school together and do some missions training. We were planning on moving um, overseas to to serve in that capacity. Um, When we just, and we were, man, married for under a year at that time. We're just broken people um, with a lot of stuff to work through. Um, We're really encountered by the Lord, um, in a not <laughs> fun way, and we're basically told, you know, from Him that this is not for you right now, and you need to go home and figure your life out and figure your marriage out. Um, and so, um, came back to Lubbock kind of with tails between our legs as two, you know, ambitious people <laughs> um, who had just raised all this support with a support team um, to move overseas. And um, within a few weeks of being back in Lubbock, we ran into Holly Beatonbow at someone's going away party here in the community, um, and she really just started walking alongside TJ and I in that season, um, TJ started working at Beat and Bow shortly after, and really that year after we moved back, um, yeah, I'm sure every marriage has gone through a season like that, but so much stuff to work through, um, so much selfishness to, to walk through, um, just brokenness, uh, that we really had to take before the Lord and, um, let be redeemed, and we almost lost our marriage through that season, um, it got really ugly and scary. And in that time we um, were so surrounded by the community at this place. And I was not an employee at that time. But I felt more loved by TJ. TJ's
1: employer was investing in your marriage.
4: Yeah, I felt more loved by some of his coworkers than maybe even some people in my own community or the place I was working. Um, and the way they would pour themselves out to us and pray for us and reach out to us, invite us over to their homes. And a little over a year ago, we got to renew our vows and almost... I'd say 75% of the people who attended were B&Bow employees. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Not many
3: people can talk about their workplace like that, TJ. How, give us your perspective on those these last three years. Oh my gosh. Well, I got to tell you, I was hired in on a very unique role, uh, first off. I was hired in as a full-time intercessor for the company whenever I started. So those touch points that she was talking about with Holly was just um, very, very divine from God coming back. And I think it was just purposeful For just the season we were stepping out of it, I think it hit me, um, a little harder than her that us having to step off the mission field and everything like that. Um, I really felt fully called to that and that's what it was. And, uh, so stepping into something that I love so much, being able to pray for a company and get paid for it. What is that? What is that? So everything about this company just completely caught me off guard. Like I thought every day they were going to come up to me and be like, okay, we're just joking. We need you to go home. (laughs) So you're done praying now. Yeah. You're done praying. Please, uh, Go home. So man, they were such a huge support system. I mean, through and through, you kind of get past that point of like, okay, this is this is actually really legitimate, everything that they're doing, everything that they practice, what they preach type of thing. It's a real deal. It's a real deal. And um, then you, you kind of start getting invested into that. Sometimes you kind of step in with walls and kind of guarded. But by the time it, it gets to that point where you're like, these, these guys are really real. They're really for you. And you begin to let walls down and you begin to invite them into your hurts into your mm. pains which is weird coming from a work standard that is not something you bring to work right. and talk about that is a difficult thing
1: so it's your so. 10-year wedding anniversary <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna be a huge beaten bow party <laughs> really. probably is going probably. to be in the
3: garden area probably in the willows event center <laughs> right,
1: one of your partners in crime during the prayer week at, during the Le- uh, kingdom leadership workshop is ben nickerson ben talk to me about your time how long have you been here at beaten bow i've been here 10 months 10
5: months and what's your role here on a daily basis so i I am a connections coordinator, just like TJ. Uh, that involves praying for people, leading our or leading our devotional times, as well as serving in any way that our, our regions need it. What brought you here to Beatenburg? The Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: All right, great. That's it. Oh, show's, is a shows right. over. That's right. <laughs> that you was you get Sunday th-
1: school points for today for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I sir, think he means it. I know he meant it, but I mean, so you were. you ever worked anywhere else besides here? Absolutely. Is, I have, is yes, this sir. place
5: unusual? Um, I wouldn't say it's unusual. I think it is the norm. I think this is what the the norm should be. Mm. But our world has just become so conformed. And we've conformed as a people that, from the outside looking in, it's not the norm. But this is the way it's supposed to be.
1: What's been the biggest impact on your life personally?
5: The biggest impact on my life? Definitely my marriage. Um, Oddly enough, my wife, um, she went to a... Um, a team outing with us. We actually went to Los Angeles to the Bethel Music Conference last year. Sweet. And she suffers from, she has suffered from depression um, her whole life. Um, Her entire life she suffered from depression. And during this particular uh, particular period of time, it was bad. Um, It it was really bad. We almost lost her. And during that time with prayer and intercession and worship and just the sense of community and family, um, she came out of it. Mm. When, When we came back from that conference, she went back to her counselor and her counselor told her, you no longer need to be here.
1: Praise God. Wow. How cool is that? All right. I want to ask you guys, just all of you really, really quick. One of the things we've talked on past um, Kingdom at Work shows, we've talked about one-on-ones. And a lot of the leaders have talked about th- that, that have gone through the Kingdom Leadership Conference or the Kingdom Leadership Workshop have talked about the value of one-on-ones. How valuable is that one-on-one with your leader
3: every week, TJ? Or, yeah, every week, TJ. Oh, my goodness. Um, really quickly. I got to tell TJ that. <laughs> um it's uh i don't think i can i can weigh it it's it's just a little oasis to get away um from your day-to-day grind um so you just take everything and just all work aside you can step into something and get really real with your boss and they feel um you just feel that connection there their genuineness of really wanting to pour into you not just uh, in a work relation sense but into growing you as a person mm-hmm. we'll see what what about for you
4: Oh my gosh, it's my favorite part of the week. I'm always looking forward to them. And I mean, just never encountered anything like that um, before anywhere I've worked. I worked in a um, non denominational mega church for um, quite a few years that was very progressive in many ways. Um, and they kind of did something like that, but they here just take it even to the next caliber, I'd Fabulous. say.
1: Ben so. Nickerson.
5: One-on-ones. One-on-ones definitely my favorite part of the week just simply because it's amazing to be able to connect with someone
1: that's genuinely concerned about you. That is your boss. That is my boss. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the amazing thing. You guys are talking about it's favorite part of the week, and it's your boss is spending an hour with you where you guys could just be transparent. It has nothing to do with work, yet it has everything to do with work. Mm-hmm. TJ and Lucy Worley, Ben Nickerson, thank you so much for being on I Work For Him. Sharing just a little bit of your story of working here at Bow Homes. Thank you, guys.
5: Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you.
1: All right, listen to I Work For As Martha and I are back on location in Lubbock, Texas. And today we're talking with some of the team from Bow Cornerstone Kingdom at Work. The people that actually make this work, they're not the people leading every day. They're the people impacting Everybody in the organization, ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell you enough why you should get involved in the Kingdom at Work Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Because when you hear from these employees from Beaten Bow and Cornerstone, they're all related company. You're gonna, you're like, I want my employees to say that about my mm-hmm. company, which is why we wanted you to hear from their hearts. Not very often we get to dig deep into the organization, but I just said to the presidents, so I said, Hey, guys, I'm going to talk to your people today, and they said. Okay. Okay, that'll be interesting to see what they say. <laughs>
2: so, so we've so got. So it's not scripted.
6: That's right. It's not, not scripted. We don't they know have, their answers. They, we did
1: tell them the questions ahead of time. So we got yes. Leslie McCullough, we got Chris Foster, and we got Edie Guess. And these guys, I got to just tell you, last year when when Martha and I visited in November of 2017, these three are the ones that greeted us at the front door when we walked in. It we were we'd never walked into the and it was. I've never walked into a business like this where we felt so instantaneously welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Chris, I'm going to start with you because you're the manager, hospitality manager. So Chris, how did you, how did you find out about Beaton Bo Homes?
7: Honestly, about, um, three to four years ago,
1: uh,
7: I was moving here from Denver, Colorado and we actually you got bought. tired of the snow or, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, uh, just really felt the Lord bringing us back into this area. And, um, my wife and I went online and we were actually looking for a home and so that's how I initially found out about Beatenbow. We just fell in love with the heart behind it and so it was actually several years later that um,
1: I ended up working here.
8: So mm. Nice.
1: Yeah. Leslie McCullough talked about how did you find out about Beatenbow homes?
8: Well I've lived in Lubbock all my life so I've I've been hearing about Beatenbow Bow for a very long time. Beacon Bow has given grants to private school that my boys went to, to a mission work that we're very involved with, Messiah Theological Institute in Uganda, and um, a nonprofit organization that I formerly worked for. So Beacon Bow has a great reputation here in Lubbock, and. When I was ready to look for a job, I wanted to go someplace that I felt good about what the company stood for.
1: How many years have you been here?
8: I have been here almost two years.
1: Two years. Okay. Edie Guess, you, I mean, the smile that you display when people walk through the door, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> actually, you and Leslie, actually, the three of you and your smiles, and you got Brienne, she's also doing the same thing, doing the same kind of smile. It's, it's overwhelming. Edie, how long have you worked here at Beat Boat?
9: I have actually worked here six months. Six since months, September.
1: So you were new when we met you last fall. Funny, okay. Didn't, of course, we didn't know that because you acted like you own the <laughs> world around you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just start with the conversations. That, well, how did you find out about Beatenbow?
9: Bow? Well, I actually found out about Beatenbow Bow through Leslie.
1: Okay. Oh, so you guys were friends. And you're still friends and you work together. (laughs)
9: Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I lived in Albuquerque and she said, Edie, I've started this job and it's amazing. The heart behind it is incredible. You've got to move down here and work here. You
1: literally moved from Albuquerque to Lubbock because of
9: Beaton Bow Homes. Um, Not because of Beaton Bow, because of my children. (laughs) And and (laughs) Leslie, of course. And definitely Leslie. And and it turned out perfect.
1: Okay, you've had jobs before?
9: i um, actually. I've been a stay-at-home mom.
1: Okay. Well. Okay. So this the, is
9: my first so, job. But way to go.
1: Well, then you have nothing horrible to compare it to. Okay. So I'm not going to ask you that question. What's been the most significant impact on you personally working here at Beaton Bow Homes these last six months?
9: Oh gosh. You know what? Um, just I think just the fact that I get to share my heart with other people and I get to make other people feel welcome. I mean, I can't tell you how incredible it is when people walk in the door and you know I get to. I get to make that experience for them. And it just, that's my job. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I love that, um, you know, I'm encouraged to, I can even stop and pray for people that walk in the door, mm-hmm. you know, and not having a job before. And um, I've grown up in my, and I've been a Christian for such a long time. And then to get to work at a place that just, You know, embraces that is pretty incredible.
1: Chris Foster, you moved on here from Denver. Yes, okay. So you've worked other places before. Mm -hmm. Compare your last job to this job. Working environment, the same or different? Uh, Much
7: different. Here, the the people truly are first. The company puts the people first, and it's it's the people over profit actually. And so that's the huge difference is the investment really is in the people. Mm -hmm. What's Um, been the biggest impact on you personally? Probably more family time, uh, more quality time, knowing that you come to work and you give it your best, but they don't expect you um, to spend your entire uh, life here at the office. So they really encourage you to, uh, you know, work, go home, uh, be with your family. And so that's that's been pretty incredible for me. Leslie McCullough, talk, is this not your
1: first job or not? Is this your first job?
8: I have mostly been a stay-at-home mom. Okay. I have worked a little... Um, a few years ago, okay. I went for so a nonprofit. Compare,
1: compared to that nonprofit, I mean, any nonprofit. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we think with well, nonprofits or organ, church organizations, mm-hmm. they'd be better. But compare mm-hmm. your last job to this job. Is, mm-hmm. is the environment different?
8: It is. The thing that I would say that's really different is that here we the employees are seen as part of the ministry and that makes a huge difference we're not just trying to minister to the people that come through the door but we're trying to minister to each other as well and our families you know well and
1: you say the employees are part of the ministry but really you're the employees are part of the business tree because this whole organization builds a thousand Mm -hmm. residential homes a year Mm -hmm. so but yet you get a lot there's so much ministry that goes on within these walls as well as out in the community
8: Yes, in fact, I've recently gone through breast cancer And I can't tell you how many times That someone has just stopped and prayed for me Over this past year and a half mm. And it's just such a blessing The way that, you know They helped me walk through this stage that I was able to come in Just, you know, whenever I could I came in every day But I would come in late most days
1: yeah. Talk to me about, uh, Leslie Talk to me about your one-on-ones with your boss mm-hmm. how, how important are those to you?
8: I think one on ones are very crucial. They help you get to know each other better. They help you see what's going on in the other person's life and their family. And, you know, you can't be isolated from your home life when you come to work. That's going to come with you. So if you're having problems at home, you will still carry that with you at work. So, you know, for us to understand what's going on with each other is very important and a blessing.
2: You know, you just had brought up the fact that you'd been um, going through breast cancer and most people think that you need to try to figure out a way to leave that behind Mm -hmm. and try to do work Mm -hmm. and you just said you know that you acknowledge and this whole environment acknowledges that it comes with you so they make it a part of of what you do Mm
1: -hmm. edie we've heard from a lot of business leaders on past shows talking about the impact of learning at the kingdom leadership workshop about the value of one-on-ones with their people how have one-on-ones six months is a new thing for you in the last six months how have they impacted you
9: well i think it's i think they've been terrific because um it just adds that whole personal level to your relationship and um you know, I think it's, it helps for a more re- well-rounded kind of a relationship, for sure. And, you know, we're discouraged from talking about our jobs during those one-on-ones.
1: Which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is
9: weird. No,
1: but you guys are doing your one-on-ones with Chris Foster, aren't you?
9: We are, so they're fun. So they're
1: talking about it. They're, ta- they're saying nice things about the guy that they work <laughs> for right in front of them on here. Way to go. Here's, Way to go. There's no arm <laughs> twisting or anything. So Chris Foster, when you know, one-on-ones, did you do those in your last job? Not at all. So, how impactful are the one on ones on how you manage people
7: uh, kind of what like what they said, it helps us to get to know each other on a more personal level, and it really is all about relationship here and so it helps me to see how I can serve them better uh, in their jobs and maybe even help them uh, in their home life as well. so
1: talk to me about Chris Foster about the impact on the community, as you have you, know, you moved down here from out of town, mm-hmm. so you don't you're not a long time Lubbock person. How does the the environment at Beaten Bow Homes and Cornerstone everybody involved, Kenem at work, impact the community? I tell you what, it's
7: it's pretty incredible how kind of what Leslie alluded to earlier, just the the um, the giving to the uh, community that Beaten Bow does, the support, uh, those kinds of things. It's it's pretty incredible. So.
1: Leslie, talk to you about the core values. How how do they impact what you do every day? What are the core values?
8: They're unity, generosity, growth, and excellence.
1: How does that impact what you do as a hospitality person Mm -hmm.
8: here? I think that um, it helps me see that everything that I need to do needs to be done in love because unity is a focus. Um, I need to do an excellent job in what I do, but I don't think perfection is expected because that's unrealistic. And so that's a blessing, to be able to be allowed to, you know, just be able to be myself. Edie, as you, let's just say
1: we pulled your kids in and asked them a question, say, okay, mom moved you from <laughs> from Albuquerque, New Mexico to Lubbock, Texas. What would they say about the impact of Beaton Bow Homes and being part of this whole big organization on your family?
9: Oh gosh, they would say that they love it. It's been one of the best things in our family for sure. They love that mom has something that she loves you know, I get up and I love to come to work. Mm-hmm. It is such a fun place to come to. And the people are amazing. And, you know, so it's just a great place to come in. And that spills over into my home life. And, sure. you know, and my kids um, and to my kids' lives as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim, I just wanted to point out the fact that most people don't know
2: the core values of the company they work for, you know, and they just rolled right off of your tongue. And I think that that is a really good example of um, when core values really are core values, it's natural because it's being lived out. Mm. And so um, I just think that's important for our listeners to, to hear that.
1: Chris Foster, last question. Two sentences on the difference of Beat and Bo Holmes. It's all about the people. Hmm. Oh, that's one sentence. He does it in one sentence. It very good. Very good. That. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie McCullough, mm-hmm. Chris Foster, and Edie Guest, thanks so much for being on iWork for him and sharing a little bit of your Beat Bow story today. Thank mm-hmm. you, guys. Thank, so you. Thank, Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. A lot of fun. You're listening to iWork for him today. As Martha and I just kind of popped into Lubbock, Texas, to hear the rest of the story. At Beat Bow Homes, Cornerstone is their major organization, and Kingdom at Work is the ministry that flies out of that that we've talked about many times, the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. It's always fun to hear from leaders about what they say they're doing in an organization. It's another thing to actually hear it from their people, or as our daughters, little daughters, Sarah would say, their peeps, right? Yes. Why don't you just look at <laughs> me like, what do you want me to say? All right, so in this segment, you've already heard from lots of, of, of employees from Beat and Bow. I want you to hear from Alan Powell and Brenna Moya. These guys, well,
10: I'll let you tell them what you guys do. Alan, tell Alan Powell, what do you do here at Beat and Bow Homes? Uh, currently, I am the senior designer. Okay. For beaten Bow. So you design the t-shirts? or No, I'm sorry. (laughs) So that's pretty much the design team as far as um, designing the houses. Okay. um, Maintaining all the floor plans, Mm. drawings that go out to the field to be built. Um, Some community development stuff is part of that as well. And um, pretty much anything that kind of does with design of our homes. So is that architectural or is that structural stuff? It's architectural. Okay. All right. So you make it pretty. Pretty much. You're the yes. pretty design guy. Yes. Okay, all right, okay. And how many years have you been here? Uh, I'm going on six years. Wow, fantastic. Six years would be June. Very all right. good. Brennan Malea, talk about your job
1: here at Beaton Bell.
6: Well, I make things look pretty also. I'm the interior designer, so I kind of take over the inside of the home and help the architecture guys out.
1: Nice. I like that. And how long have you been here?
6: Um a little over four years.
1: Four years. Like both of you got lots of years under your under your belt. That's fantastic. Okay. So Brennan, talk to me what what attracted you here to Beatenbow?
6: Um, I think I was attracted to this place. I was still young and in college, so I was looking for a internship that paid. Um, and finding that in the design field is very hard and mm-hmm. Beatenbow was one of the few companies that had paid internships. Um so that's the first thing that attracted me.
10: And, and Alan, what about you? What attracted you to Beatenbow? And, and well to be honest with you, I never heard of Beatenbow before before I worked here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in college and in grad school and at tech and one of my really good friends from that class was working here at Beatenbow. He was in my position, you know, part of the design team and, um, he was going to graduate and move on to go back to where he was from originally. And he, uh, asked me one day, he's like, Hey, you want to want a job at Beaconbow And I was like, what, 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 <laughs> you know, I'll say that again, you know? And so, um, yeah, I had an interview probably about a month later and uh Russia's history. So
1: Well, and the interviews
10: here, yeah. are, they're not just like, hey, come in for an interview for an hour and you get a job. The interviews no. here are fairly on the intense side, aren't they? They are now. Yeah. I, I think a lot of us would probably say, uh, you know, a couple of years ago if if it wasn't as intensive it was as it is today, we probably wouldn't have gotten a job, <laughs> you know. And so it's
2: good you got in when you did. Yep, yes. yep. Uh,
10: but I. But you have to fit into the
1: culture in order to be exactly. here. I mean, I, I mean, that's yep. you'd never make it in Beatenbow if you didn't fit into the culture. Right. What, talk about the impact. Well, let's just talk about your last job. Well, you
10: you said you were in school. Did you ever have any part time jobs as you're going through school? Um, I had one job in between undergrad and grad school okay talk about um, the comparison compare that job
1: atmosphere to the atmosphere yeah. here at Beatonville Holmes um
10: you know definitely at the other job I felt more like just another number mm-hmm. on the team you know you don't really feel like you're important um you know you're more just there to get work done and and they were easily to let me go they were you know it was during the time where the housing industry was just really low and um so they were letting people off left left and right and so um I came back to to Lubbock for grad school, and just by God's blessing, you know, it led me to here. Mm. And so, I mean, it's definitely going from where I was before with my old job till now. It's, it's like, you know, completely different. So, Brenda, what about for you? Did you have any jobs before you worked here at and Bow?
6: Um, I did. I had a couple internships in the design field, um, which, which that's a
1: pretty colorful world. I mean, yeah, the culture in those other jobs compared to Beaten Bow.
6: Um the culture it's definitely based on uh, I guess profit um, you're you're designing for clients and you know they're they're paying you so if you're not bringing something to the table, you're going to be gone. Um, so it is competitive, um, but here at Bow, it's just been kind of a peaceful, calming experience to to be a designer and in a a demanding field where you feel valued and your work mm. is appreciated so.
1: Well, talk about that impact on you personally. Working here at and Bow Homes, how has working here? I mean, most people don't when they when they describe how working a job impacts them personally. Like, well, I have high blood pressure, <laughs> I've gained weight. How has working here at Beaten Bow impacted Brenna?
6: Oh man, I think just I mean, I started working here when I was younger. (laughs) I'm still young, (laughs) but, um, you know, it's, it's been a blessing. And I tell my parents this all the time. Um, just trying to explain what beaten bow is, is it's difficult. Um, people don't understand coming from the corporate world where it's, it's tough to work out there and you know, people eat you alive. And so trying to explain the culture here to my parents, even, um, I know that they're very thankful just coming out of college. I've been able to find such a wonderful place, yeah. um, that loves on you and they appreciate you. Um, yeah.
1: So, so it's, it's been incredible.
6: It has. I can just tell,
1: look at her face. I wish I could, it, this is radio, <laughs> but you can't see her face. But Brenna has just got this smile across her face. Alan, talk about for you,
10: how has working here at Beatonbow impacted you personally? Um, for me, you know, the biggest impact on my, for me is meeting my wife here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably we can you met my, your wife at work. I did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, We started about the same time. Uh, both of us were both interns. She was on the marketing team as an intern, graphic designer. I was, you know, young intern started out on the design team and, um, you know, they, they definitely encouraged, you know, just us to kind of just hang out and, um, that wasn't something that wasn't against in this in this company and um we've been together for five years now and um you know it's helped me become a better husband you know, a better employee a better co-worker along my team um a better leader among others and so um man there's more ways than one that i can talk about but i mean i think me and my wife have probably been the biggest impact Most
2: definitely. And both of you being in a healthy environment, you know, so many times we go home at the end of the day, and if you're not in a healthy environment, you know, you can take it out on your spouse. You can just be, you know, not the delightful person that you want to be. And I can't even imagine, you know, with both of you being in the same great environment that encourages healthy marriages and and feeds into them as part of their directive. That's exciting.
1: And you guys are allowed to live out your faith right here in your workplace, right?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. But not everybody you work with is a Christ follower, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Very correct. Yeah. So how do you treat, you know, because if people don't really understand about Jesus, how do you relate to them and love them? How does that work? You're a manager, Alan. Are
10: all the people working underneath you Christ followers? Um, You know, I think everyone's kind of in their own different walk, okay. you know, mm-hmm. and so that's something that we don't really, um, you know, we want to be able to pull them in and connect them to that. Sure. And so each person is going to be different. Um, on our team specifically, from what I know, everyone on our team is, is followers and believers. And, um, you know, it makes us a very close-knit team okay. is that we're able to support each other in that way and love each other that way as well. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's talk about the,
1: uh, the one-on-ones. Because, and I'm going to ask Brenna first, because she has it with you, Alan, so we... No, Al? Actually, no, No. 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 Oh, <laughs> good. Well, okay, so that makes it even better. You, <laughs> the one-on-ones, did you ever experience a one-on-one at any other job you ever
6: had? Oh, no. Okay, so talk I about... I mean, the closest thing to one-on-one was maybe going to lunch or something, but it wasn't ever a personal interaction. So what's the value of the one-on-one to you? Um again i think just being young and in the workplace the value that it brings to my life is something that i wasn't expecting Um, it's kind of a safe place where you can talk to your manager build a relationship with them and talk about work stuff um personal issues you can you get someone to walk life with and they're like unbiased to what you're going through so um recently both of us, actually, Alan and I, we just got a new manager. So it's been cool to kind of slowly build that relationship and see where our one-on-ones are going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, it's a time that I look forward to every week.
2: Wow, you know, and I think that's so amazing because so many people, you know, in in general, in our culture, Mm -hmm. if they're told that they're meeting with their boss, you know, anxiety goes up, and you know, you're like, oh no, what did I do? For an hour, right? For an hour, that's a long time. We've heard over and over again that it's something Mm -hmm. that it's the highlight of the week, or it's something that they really look forward to, and so that really tells you a lot about the relationships you guys are building, and Mm
10: -hmm. that's neat. So, Alan, what about you? The value of the one-on-ones for you? Yeah, it's definitely a commitment from the manager,
1: mm. you know. Now do you do one-on-ones with other people? No, I do So not. you don't have any direct reports. Uh, well, no. Okay. No. All right. So you're you're having one-on-ones with your your yes. boss. Okay. Yes, sir. So talk about the value to you personally.
10: Uh for me, um just being able to just to sit down with him and it didn't have to be like in a room. You know, we can go get coffee, go walk around in the the garden in the back, you know, of our property. I just do anything, you know, it's that time with us to kind of really just to, you know, just shoot the breeze and, um, talk about whatever's on our heart that day or that week, what's kind of bothering us. And it's, doesn't have to be work related. It can be personal related. And, um, I know that with, for me, I've had a lot of really good heart to heart spiritual talks with my manager, um, that I've had in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, during that time. (laughs) That's powerful. When you look at the, um, the
1: impact of those one on ones. One of the things they talked a lot about at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop was that we want our people to know who they are, mm-hmm. and we want to know who they are. Brenna, what have you learned about yourself because of working here at Beatenbow? Bow? Something maybe you didn't had never really put to words before.
6: Something that I've learned about myself: um, I'm stronger than I think. <laughs> I mean. Ah. Sometimes it's nice to have people pour into you and, and sure. you can gain that confidence. Um, even just, you know, I'm a new mom and walking through that life with someone here at work and getting um, advice from them is awesome. And um, I've definitely gained some confidence and strength through one-on-ones. Well,
1: wow. mm. Alan, what
10: about for you? What have you learned about yourself because of working here at Beat Bow? Um. Along the same lines as Brenna, uh, just being able to have the confidence and courage to really just stand up and, and um, you know, just support your team when necessary. Um, just really being able to be a voice for somebody. Um, you know, there's times where, you know, being in school, you know, you kind of just go through the motion, you know, and nothing's really kind of um, impacting you. And so um, just being here at Beaten and and being able to, to feel like you're you're valued um you're poured into daily, you know whether it's through a jump start that we have or it's through a one on one i mean there's multiple things that that happen daily mm-hmm. here that um that have changed people's lives <laughs> so Love that. Thank you guys. Alan Powell
1: and Brenna Moya. Thank you guys for sharing your story here And I Work For Him. Thank you for having us. Talking with Bow Holmes, and Cornerstone employees. They all work under the same roof with the all the same goal of bringing out the kingdom in their workplace and treating people really, really cool. In fact, we'll ask them, one of these three that we've got in the studio, uh, what the core values are of the company. But just want to remind you that the reason we're doing this is that we've got an experience the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, and it's, an, it's a lot for a leader to say, here's what we're doing—it's a lot, really cool—to hear from the people that are in the organization, to hear on how it's impacting them personally. So we've got in studio this time Amanda Furman, Bailey Oaks, and James Woodley as they share from their hearts. We'll start with the lady first. Amanda Furman, how did you? How long have you worked here at Beaten Bow?
11: Well, um, I have been employed with Beaten Bow since October of 2017. Okay, um, so I have just passed my six-month mark. Okay, right. so six months, and what do you do? I am a human resources coordinator.
1: Ooh, and what does that mean?
11: So that means that I get to serve um, all of our teams, um, Beatonville Homes, um, Cornerstone, The Willows, Alco Farms. I get to serve everyone um, as far as onboarding, benefit packages, um, we do payroll, so um, we just serve all of our employees in those ways.
1: Very good. All
12: right, James Woodley, how long have you worked here at Beatenbow? I have worked here for two and a half years since the start of 2016. Very good, okay, and what do you do? I'm a software developer.
1: So, but what does a, a construction company need a software developer for?
12: That's an excellent question, and I asked that myself too when I applied. What is a software developer doing in construction? We uh, make our own customer uh, relational management system. We also uh, automatically schedule our invoices, our home building. We can literally click a button, and everything that needs to happen to kick off a home being built is sent out Um events on people's calendars, all sorts of things uh, that makes it very hands-off, and we can really focus on what we need to do um, to get houses built without actually having to... What's your favorite language program to program in? To program in? Yeah.
13: Uh, C Sharp. It's the one I know the best.
1: Okay. So. All right. All right. Bailey Oaks, how long have you worked here at Beat and Bow?
13: I have worked here for, I guess, just over a year. Um, I started about a year ago in January.
1: But your history with Beat and Bow goes back over
13: a decade. Right. So my my parents started here, I guess, just under 10 years ago, around 10 years ago. And I've kind of lived with the company ever since.
1: Well, talk about that impact. You've got a, a credible story that when we were at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, they shared a video, your story.
13: Um. Yeah. So I guess, do you want me to go over my... Well, just to kind of talk
1: about it. I mean, you got to go on... One of the things that Beaten and Boat does for all their employees is they get to go on a vision trip, which is really a short-term missions trip, and you got to attend with your folks.
13: Right. So as, as a nine-year-old kid, I got to go to India with my parents and my two younger sisters. And we spent two full weeks in India serving in every way we could and hanging out with a, a bunch of girls that are in an orphanage and... Um, the orphanage was called the hope house. And basically we were, we were just there to love on them. Sure. And, and how did it impact you personally? Oh man, it's, it's changed my world. I mean, the impact that that can have on a kid is, is incredible. It, it taught me generosity. It taught me how to serve people. It taught me not to be selfish. Although I am obviously still selfish. It. I think it gave me a much different perspective than most kids. And eventually it said, hey, I want to work at a place that treats my folks that nice. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I couldn't imagine working anywhere else. It's almost like I've, I've grown up here. Uh, this, is, this is my culture.
1: <laughs> and you built a home with Beaten and Bo too. So you, you're living at large. You did the whole thing, including letting them build you a home. Three bedroom, two bath, two car garage. That is correct. All right. Well, there you go. And how is the house? Do you love it? Uh, it's amazing. I bet it is amazing. I love that. Okay, so let's ask this question. Let's go roundtable and ask this question. Compare this job to your last job, Amanda. Have you ever worked anywhere else? Oh, yes. And culture-wise, is there a difference between
11: working here and working somewhere else? Um, there's several differences. Um, well, pick the number one big difference. The number one big difference for me um, personally was um, just the generosity um, that this company ha- gives to their employees. and Not just their employees, but the community. Um, they're gen- g- generous with everything that we do here. Um, I mean, the lunches, the breakfast, the um, just the time that we get to spend with one another to build up relationships um, is, I mean, it's incredible. It was so neat for me to come here and um, really just get to see the overflow of um, not only employees pouring into one another with just generous words and kind words and things like that lifting each other up but you know hearing their stories of um, their generosity in the community as well um, was very neat for me
1: Very cool James Woodley what about for you what's been uh, what has been the biggest difference between here
12: and your last job well I can tell you that I have been blessed to have excellent work uh, my whole life before being self-employed which was actually my last job uh, I worked at a great credit union here in town. Uh, and they really cared about their people and their community as well. Uh, it was a great company and it still is. Um, but at the time though, I didn't really know that their vision was greater than any other any other credit union. I don't think they had one. Uh, it was a small enough credit union that if they did, I think I would have known it. Um, it seems to be the kind of usual serve customers well, be profitable, you know find mm-hmm. a way to make it fun and do something good for the community. the typical, typical thing, Um, but here in this company, uh, there's kingdom vision and I feel like that just amplifies all those things Um, but it also enhances people's lives above and beyond that too. I mean, their focus here isn't just on the business but on actually growing people to be all that they can be, to realize their full potential that God has placed in them.
1: Well, let's talk about that, James. What's the one big thing that's impacted you personally because you've worked here? I mean, how have you been impacted spiritually or mentally or physically? I mean, how have you been impacted because you work here at bow
12: Sure. Uh, I think in two ways. Uh, one, after I, shortly after I started here, I went through a really dark, tough season in life that probably uh, any other place would have fired me. It was, it mm-hmm. was pretty bad. Um, so one, just the compassion that they have for people and that focus that people are greater than profits. Um, I feel like really saved my bacon during that time. But also since then, uh, the idea of of reconciling faith and business together uh, i feel like has enabled me to walk more freely um and in greater you know purpose here in my work it's not just you know now i have to step out of my life of faith to go to work but i can actually step into a kingdom serving role here at work too fabulous
1: mm-hmm. Bailey, you've grown up last decade in this environment because your folks live here and family meetings. You get to attend family meetings. I mean, you've been part of this organization, but yet you've worked here now a year. What has been the biggest impact on you spiritually working here this last year?
13: Hmm. I would definitely say that learning and loving serving. So I, I would say that I probably didn't have as big of a passion before I worked here on just serving people. And I I would say that that's probably my number one passion now.
1: Talk to me about one-on-ones. How valuable are the one-on-ones that you have on a weekly
13: basis with your supervisor? Oh, they're, they're incredibly impactful. They're, I, I use my one-on-ones as almost a time to be mentored. And I don't mean just for work. Typically work is the last thing that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Spiritual mentorship. That's a a huge thing. In fact, last week in my one-on-one, that's, We spent almost the entire hour just talking about our beliefs or or church that we we might want to attend or podcasts that we can listen to to grow spiritually.
1: James, what about you? The impact on one-on-ones on on uh, on you personally?
12: Uh, For me and my personality, one-on-ones are kind of like having to eat my vegetables. It's like... (laughs) 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 <laughs> I don't really want to do it, but I, I'm glad that that they're there. And in hindsight, um, you know, I'm really glad that I get to eat those vegetables, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, I think it provides an opportunity um, to build uh, to build unity, to help people understand that like we are people here. It's not just about coming here and doing your job and going home, but there are, are people here that you can connect with, you can um, build a relationship with, and um, and grow with. And uh, most importantly, it just provides uh, an intentional avenue of communication um, to make things known that maybe you just wouldn't have an opportunity to, uh, to make things known otherwise or to ask about, uh, ask about otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amanda,
1: what about for you? The one-on-ones.
11: I love them. I really do. Um, my manager and I, we are pretty opposite as far as personality goes. So that's really our time to get to know each other on a more personal level um, she has a a big family and I don't. So we get to talk about that. And, you know, I get to hear her struggles and things that she really loves that, you know, and hear different perspectives. And, um, that's fun for me just to get to learn about people's lives. And, um, it's just kind of a a break too, just to get that hour away from, from work to, um, it's kind of like a a time of rest for me. It's, you know, Mm. I enjoy it and I enjoy spending it with my manager. And really, um, I believe through one-on-ones, it helps you develop that trust with your manager as well. Um, having that, per, that personal connection with them, um, you know, that trust just comes naturally when you're in your work environment and um, an issue, you know, comes up and how are you going to resolve that together? You kind of know know them on that deeper level to help resolve that.
1: It's an incredible conversation. I appreciate all of you. Amanda Furman, Bailey Oaks, and James Woodley, thanks for sharing a little bit of your beaten and Bull story and the impact on your lives. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
12: Yeah.
1: All right, Martha, another incredible day in Lubbock, Texas, highlighting what Beat and Bo is doing here and that they're really putting an action, the impact on the people. How fun was that?
2: It was great fun, and we just pray that others will get that vision as well.
1: You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.